I am not going to lie to you. I cannot bullshit you. I have been struggling quite a lot recently, and I'm taking this opportunity to fill you in. Welcome and welcome back to the Hope Chase podcast. I am Angie and I am your host. Thank you so very much for listening. This is episode 51. So grab a coffee, a tea, a snack, and turn your volume up because in this week's episode, I am getting a little honest. I'm not going to bullshit you. I can't lie to you. I'm giving you a little update on where I'm at in my life and how it's okay to outgrow the life that you're living. If this is the first episode of the Hope Chase podcast you are listening to, hello and welcome. Who the hell am I? I am Angie and I was a heroin addict for almost 20 straight years of my life. From the age of 23 to 40, I used on a daily basis and I've been through some shit. I've been homeless, in and out of jails, programs, detoxes, hospitals, overdoses, And in November 2019, I put it down for the last time and started this whole recovery and healing journey that I've been on for the last several years. And in January of 2023, this podcast was born and we talk all about it. So thank you so much for joining the Hope Chase today. Now, I've talked about this several times previously already on this podcast, and I really don't want to sound redundant. But this is what I'm going through. This is real life. This is my current struggle. And it's seemingly been coming to a head over these past several months in particular. I'm consistently aggravated, irritable, feeling frustrated. And what I've come to realize is that I am outgrowing my life. What was once acceptable to me is no longer acceptable. One of the byproducts of this whole healing and recovery journey that I've been on has been outgrowing the life that I used to live, becoming essentially a completely different person. I've managed to change my mindset. I don't live in negativity anymore. And yes, I am so grateful, but it is important to highlight the fact that Just because I've done all these things and just because you too are doing these things on your own journey does not mean you're never going to have negative thoughts again. You're not going to struggle. You're not going to have hard times ever again. Actually living a life in recovery and healing doesn't mean that everything is going to be great. Doesn't mean that you're never going to struggle again. What it truly means is that when those times do happen, you will know what to do with it. You will know how to react to it and you will not crumble. Recovering and healing means that you acquire the tools to be able to react in a way that doesn't ruin your life, that doesn't break you. You'll be able to handle these times when they happen. And guess what? When these times hit, when struggle hits, my first thought is not to numb out on the bed and get fucked up or take a handful of pills. I no longer jump to that thought when times get tough. It doesn't even cross my mind anymore to get high. I have learned healthy ways to handle struggle. And that's the whole point of this entire journey, right? It's not that the struggle stops happening. It's that we learn how to fucking deal with it. 
as I've already discussed in previous episodes, I've been in this limbo period of my life right now. And in 2019, after my parents died and I lost absolutely everything, I was still sick. I was still struggling. And it wasn't until 2020 when I actually started doing the work on myself, actually started healing and recovering in my own way. And even then, it takes a long time. For me, I mean, I dug myself a deep, deep pit of misery and chaos. It took me a long time to dig my way out of it. And now, four years later, I'm still nowhere near where I want to be. But when I look back on my journey so far, it took me a couple of years to get to a place where I actually felt gratitude for everything that has happened in my life. And looking back, I can see the progression. I can see kind of the steps of growth in my own journey. So it started with feeling gratitude. That was about six months after I started doing the work on myself. I started to feel gratitude for all of the things that have happened in my life. And then as I continued to work on myself and then I adopted India, that really did teach me how to love myself because I had no idea how much I was blocking out all of the good things, not only the bad things, from infiltrating my life. And India really opened up my heart in a way and loved me until I could love myself. As corny as it sounds, it is so incredibly true. And so the following year or so, I was really just learning how to love myself. And then as I continued to do the work on myself and I continued to learn about myself, I was still essentially living the way I used to live, essentially living the way I've always lived, really. Once I moved to Mexico, I went from being the person I was when I was living in Boston. I used to always have the best skincare, all the best hair products. I used to spend hours just getting ready in the morning, changing my outfits, doing my hair. If one little piece of hair was out, even though I've always had messy hair, it had to be perfectly messy <laughs> in my eyes. When I moved to Mexico, I kind of let all of that go. I shed everything about me that was quote unquote high maintenance. And I learned really how to just accept myself for who I was. I stopped blow drying my hair. And as trivial as these things sound, it was very important for me to strip everything down. After I lost everything, obviously it was important for my own journey to strip away everything that I thought made me me. And of course, quarantine helped because I essentially couldn't see anybody, even though I didn't want to see anybody because I was so incredibly depressed and grieving my parents. And the fact that I lost half of my hair, I couldn't really do much of anything to myself anyways. And it was devastating, I remember at the time, that I couldn't take care of myself the way I wanted to, the way I was used to. But looking back now, I see how important that was to my own journey. It forced me to strip away everything like a like a layer of an onion to the core of who I actually am. And so I learned how to be kind of carefree and just wash my hair and go out and not worry about every little piece of hair and not worry about what my face looked like. And then along with that, losing all of the clothes that I had. And at that time, financially, yes, I was broke, but I was essentially okay with that. I was okay with living without. That time in my journey, I was kind of okay with settling for less 
because at that time I was mainly just focused on learning how to live, learning how to be a productive member of society, to be quote unquote normal, learning how to basically take care of myself, to shower all the time, to pick up after myself, to do laundry. I was okay with what my life looked like at the time. I wasn't even thinking about the future. The podcast wasn't even an idea yet. I had, I think, just started sharing my journey and my own addiction journey online. I was okay with not having things. I was okay with having to walk everywhere and not having a kitchen or not having a TV. I was okay with those things because I didn't even know at the time that I loved to cook yet. I hadn't found things that brought me joy at that moment in time. So then I became kind of proud of myself for being able to stop doing all of the things that made me quote unquote high maintenance. And I prided myself a little bit into the fact that I was now kind of carefree when it came to going out or leaving the house. Nothing had to be perfect as it once had to be. So looking back, obviously that was an important part of my journey. And then as time would go on and I would continue working on myself, I was growing, right? I realized that I was growing. I was kind of outgrowing my life. And where I'm at today, I feel like I have completely outgrown the life that I had become so used to living. Where at one point in Boston, I was quote unquote high maintenance. And then in Mexico, I was forced to strip it all away. And I essentially became very low maintenance, (laughs) living very primitively. I don't have a kitchen. I share a sink that is outside with my neighbors. I have a tiny little room, one window. I don't have plates and cups. (laughs) I don't have things. My bed is so incredibly uncomfortable. I don't get a good night's sleep. I could go through this entire list of the things that I don't have, but that's not what this is about. This is about recognizing that I have outgrown this life. I have outgrown the settling for less. I am no longer accepting a life where less is acceptable. And it's important to point out that I am not spending my time thinking about what I don't have. I am incredibly grateful for what I do have. I have everything that I need. I have food in the fridge. I have water to drink. I have a bed to sleep in. I have what I need. But what I've realized is that that is no longer good enough for me. I'm at this point where I am demanding more for myself because I know I deserve more. When I lost everything in 2019, I didn't think about, it didn't dawn on me that I was essentially stuck here in Mexico. It didn't dawn on me because I was okay with where I was. I didn't think about the future. I was okay with where I was. I was okay with living without. I was okay with living with less. I was okay with living that way and settling for less because that's essentially what I had become to know. it That was normal for me to live without. And I honestly, at the time, didn't truly know that I could change it. I didn't know that I could acquire more for myself by myself. And I'm at this point in my journey now where I know that there is better waiting for me. I know that it's possible. I'm at this point in my journey now where 
the money that I have to live off of is not enough. Of course, with the exchange rate and essentially I lost a couple hundred dollars a month right off the bat, I can't pay my rent anymore. I am a month behind on my rent. I can barely pay my bills. The only thing that I can do is buy food for myself. I am never in a position where I can buy myself something that I want. And that has become incredibly uncomfortable, frustrating, and aggravating to me. (laughs) I have been struggling so much financially. It is insane. Since the exchange rate went down from 20% to 16%, which was barely enough, and I can barely get food for the month, I have to choose between feeding myself and feeding India. I can't pay my bills. It is insanity. And I'm not going to lie to you. It's fucking difficult. It's hard. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It sucks. And I'm sick of it. I am sick of settling for less in my life. I am so incredibly sick and tired of accepting less and so incredibly sick and tired of living without. It's bananas. I once kind of prided myself in being and losing that high maintenance, becoming this kind of low maintenance person. I started to feel like I let myself go. (laughs) I began feeling and wanting more for myself. I wanted the skincare back in my life. I was craving the things that I once had. I want to take care of my appearance. I want to take care of my skin. I want to be able to buy skin care for myself. I want to be able to do my hair sometimes. I want to be able to buy clothes sometimes and feel cute and look cute and feel confident in what I'm wearing. Since I've been here in Mexico, since I lost everything, I can't really ever buy new things for myself. Maybe once a year I can buy vintage or used things off of eBay for 10 bucks here and there. But the clothes that I have, I hate all of it. I wear it only because I have to. And yes, I'm grateful for it all. But I'm just at this point where I want more for myself. I feel like I've let myself go. And it's kind of a shitty feeling. I have a vision for my future. I have a vision for where I want to be. I have a vision for what I want my life to look like. And ever since I realized that that vision was possible for me to attain, it has become so increasingly uncomfortable to continue to live without on a daily basis in my life because I know that I am meant for more. And there is a fine line. There is a fine line between focusing on what you don't have and just realizing that you have outgrown your life. But it's important for me to note that sometimes it's okay. It is okay to recognize that you have outgrown something in your life. And are you willing to do what it takes to get what you want? Are you willing to do what it takes to become the person you want to become, to attain the vision that you have for your life? Or are you just going to stay in the struggle? Are you just going to accept and continue to settle for less because you just don't feel like it's worth trying for more? You don't think it's possible to achieve more for yourself? It's important to realize when you have outgrown your life, period.
But this island is certainly not conducive to creating things. It's not a place where people come to make money. This is a tropical island. Nobody comes here to work. People come here to vacation, to relax, to get away from being productive. So while I'm trying to build my life and create my dreams and my goals and my vision, I'm trying to create opportunities for myself. So let me tell you, this is not the place to do it. My goal is to move as soon as I can off of this island, as soon as it's possible for me. I want to move back to a city where there's access, where there's more reliable internet, which, by the way, as I'm recording this, I just lost power. <laughs> so I'm anxiously awaiting the opportunity to be able to move to a place where there's more access, where there's public transportation, more reliable internet, where there's stores and things that I could essentially have access to, an environment that is more conducive to build my life. I can't go back to the States yet. It took me a good few years to actually start to miss the States. I mean, I couldn't go if I wanted to because I don't have the money. I can't get a ticket. There's no place that I can go right now, but where I'm at, I have to get back to the States eventually. Eventually, I'd like to be able to afford it. But for now, as soon as I can, I will settle for a city here in Mexico. And now that I have all of these plans and goals and dreams for myself and my life, the longer that I'm here on this island, where I'm at, it's becoming overwhelmingly uncomfortable. I want so badly to be doing more. But I also realize that everything does happen for a reason and divine timing is a real fucking thing. So it's all a necessary part of my journey. I might not know the exact reason at this moment in time, but that doesn't mean it sucks any less to be in this limbo period. And it just means that I got to go with it. I got to go with the flow. I got to trust. And I just got to know and have that inner knowing that it will happen. A few years ago, when this shit would happen, I would let it consume me. And I would throw pity parties and I would feel sorry for myself. And I would think that I'm never going to get out of this and I'm going to struggle forever. And I would choose to continue to feel miserable and sorry for myself. Whereas today, I can recognize it for what it is. I am simply outgrowing this life and I am demanding more for myself. And yes, I am willing to do what it takes to achieve what I want and to attain the vision I have for myself. And I'm doing that. And that is all that I can do. And when I do get down on myself, because I do, because I'm like, this sucks. I can't pay my rent. I have a hard time. I can't buy the food that I want. I can't do anything, <laughs> really. And I'm stuck here. I am stuck in this place. I cannot go anywhere. I am essentially stuck in Mexico. I can't go back to the States. I can't afford a plane ticket. I can't go anywhere. I can't even get a ferry ticket off of this island. I am stuck here. And while, yes, I am grateful that I'm here, it is not a terrible place to be stuck, but I've outgrown it. I'm ready to move on. I am craving a new atmosphere. And the biggest difference is that I know that it's not going to last. I know in my heart that it's going to work out. I know that I am going to achieve what I want to achieve. The most difficult part is not knowing when.
And that's the biggest difference. And that's what recovery and healing essentially means is that you have that inner knowing when you are healing, when you are living a life in recovery, you will have that inner knowing shit will always be okay. As long as you keep doing the things that you need to do, as long as you keep doing the work on yourself, things will always fucking work out. Because when life hits and you start struggling and you have hard times, it is so fucking important to know that it's not going to last and that it will work out in the end because it always does. Everything passes. Where you are sitting right now, where you are right now, you can know in your heart that you have made it through the worst days and times of your life. You have. That's a fact. So what makes you think that it's not going to work out in the future when every single time in the past it has worked out? It might not feel like it's working out (laughs) in the moment, but a huge part of doing all of this work is realizing that everything does work out in the end. So it's tough for me. It's been fucking, it's been a hard few months. It's been a hard six months. It's been a hard time. I'm not going to lie. And sometimes I sit here and I wonder like, why am I even doing this podcast? I'm not living the life that I want to live right now. I feel like sometimes I really don't have much to say because I haven't even achieved what I want to achieve yet in my life. So I'm sitting here living in a life that I don't want to live anymore while simultaneously having a podcast. Sometimes I feel like I'm some sort of imposter, like who the hell am I? But when I look back on my journey, it's so obvious to me that these steps and the progression that I have taken so far was necessary and the growth that has occurred in my life was necessary and where I'm at right now is necessary. And I know today, I know right now that it's not going to last. I know that it is going to work out. The hardest part is not knowing when. So until it does work out, what do I do? I meditate. I write. I remind myself that it's not going to be like this forever. Because what I used to do is I used to sit in my misery and I used to think that it was going to last forever. And to be honest with you, that is the most devastating thought to have, to think that you're going to be stuck in that misery forever is terrifying. But I have that inner knowing today, thanks to all the work that I've done on myself. But that doesn't take away how much it sucks. (laughs) Let's be honest. But sometimes what I do is I will kind of wonder where it came from. Like, I'm not supposed to be feeling this way. I've done all this work on myself. I thought I was more healed than this. I thought that I didn't have to feel like this anymore. That's all bullshit. So if you're going through your own journey and you're going through times of struggle and hard times are still hitting you and you're beating yourself up thinking, I thought I, I thought I've outgrown these hard times. I thought that I was too healed to feel like this ever again. That's bullshit. You're going to have these feelings. The struggle is going to happen. The hard times are going to come in and out of your life forever. 
But what the healing and what the recovery work does is it teaches us how to handle those times, how to react to those times, how to get through those times in a healthy way that does not consume our lives. I can't sit here and bullshit you. I can't lie. I can't put on a fake anything anymore. And that's also a byproduct of this journey. I just can't bullshit you anymore. I mean, I could, I just choose not to because that's not truth, right? So instead I'm being honest, life sucks right now. (laughs) That doesn't mean that I'm not grateful. And this is the cycle that always happens before we are willing to change something life generally becomes more and more and more uncomfortable. Our circumstances become increasingly uncomfortable until we realize, or we just get so fucking sick of it that we're like, okay, you know what? We're going to do something about it. And I just happen to be and have been in this place of limbo where for the past year, I have been becoming increasingly uncomfortable with this life and settling for less in my life and living without And I have been doing what is in my power to do on a daily basis. But that doesn't mean that we have any say as to when it occurs. It's baby steps. Sometimes it happens quick. Sometimes it's incredibly slow. Sometimes it seems as if people are scared to dream big or feel bad for wanting more in their life, as if it says that you're not grateful. But that's so far from true. Just because you might feel unhappy with where you are in life doesn't mean that you don't have gratitude for the things you do have. For me, just because I've become uncomfortable and am unhappy with where I'm at in life right now doesn't mean that I'm not incredibly grateful for what I do have. This island took me in and gave me a safe place to grow and to heal and to completely change my life. Because it's okay to want more for yourself. It's okay to have big goals and big dreams for yourself. And it doesn't mean that you're not grateful for what you already have. It just means that you've outgrown what you already have. And wanting more means essentially that you know you deserve more and you know that you're worth. And at the end of the day, that's what the goal is, right? So that is it. That is all I have to say for this week's episode. I only share what I'm going through in hopes to help someone who is going through or feeling the same way. So thank you so much for joining the Hope Chase today. Don't forget to follow along from whatever podcast platform you are listening from so that you never miss a new episode every Tuesday when they drop. Don't forget to follow along on all the social medias. I am mainly active over on Instagram at the Hope Chase pod and also at the Hope Chase over on YouTube. Also check out my Linktree page. It is username the Hope Chase, which has links to listen and links to donate. Also, you can donate in any way if you feel so called to help out. Username over on the Cash App is the Hope Chase. So thank you so much for joining the Hope Chase today. This is the Hope Chase podcast. I'm Angie. Welcome to the shit show. See you next time. <laughs>